the Pied Piper podcast um, over here at Blue Studio, and I'm here with Paige today. Hi, Paige. Hello. Hi. How long have you been working at Night Trips for, do you think? Oh, gosh. I've been working at Night Trips a long time. I feel like I've been there longer than I actually have, but I danced there for like a year and a half, and now I've been bartending for about a year and a half, and now DJing, so (laughs) probably be there a while. Did you ever work anywhere before that? I did. I worked at... Lipstick Cabaret, Landing Strip, all the other ones in Tulsa. I've never even been to Landing Strip. I always feel bad that I've never gone in there, you know, and at least checked it out, being like the same city as us. But (laughs) it's nothing special. But I mean, it was a cool starter club, you know, to get some experience under my belt before I could go to night trips. We all have to start with like a starter club. Yeah. They didn't hire me on night trips the first time I auditioned. So. I had to go work on some things and then go back. <laughs> yeah. I think all the best girls, that's probably their story. Like, oh, like they, you know, they didn't hire me the first time. I went to my car. I cried a little. Came back in 30 days. <laughs> tried a little harder. <laughs> a customer actually followed me out to my car. Um, he came up to the stage as I auditioned. And he followed me to my car. And I'm already on the phone with my friend, like, crying. Like, oh, my gosh, they didn't hire me. He's knocking on my window. Like, did you get a job? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, but I've already gotten hired at Lipsy. He's like, well, wherever you get hired, let me know, and Aww. I'm going to come see you. That I don't, is think, so I don't think he ever did. I don't even know. Besides the part was. where he followed you out to your car. I know. Sometimes guys do weird things they don't really think about. <laughs> but that is really sweet of him, though. Yeah, yeah. So you came back, and then you got hired. And then yep. I came back nine months later when yeah. I could do some poll. Yeah. It, do- it does take that long, too. Mm. A lot of people don't realize, like, how hard it is actually to do. Yeah. So And get that strength is the main part I had no strength why did you stop dancing why did you go to bartending so at the time one of the managers at the club um who used to be there at night trips yeah at night trips Mm -hmm. um she was just talking to me one day and was like hey I can tell you're kind of like not mentally in it anymore Um, and I was like you know what you're right and so she just was like how about bartending? We need bartenders. Really, I just think they were short-staffed, and we're yeah. trying to find somebody. And she was like, <laughs> out of all these girls, like, Which I really trust one? you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just the saddest one. No. She's like, which one's the um, most trustworthy? That's and a good point. Which one could I trust with all this money and be over here and who hasn't caused problems? Do you think that it's more responsibility <clears throat> to be a bartender compared to, like, a dancer? Um, yes and no. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Just because, like, it was more of, like, who am I going to trust with the money? Who am I going to trust to be honest? Who am I yeah. going to trust not to steal from behind the and, bar? And like, do the job. Yeah, and yeah. actually do the job. And I feel like, you know, no offense, dancers, but we get to be lazy. You know, sometimes, yeah. it, like, if we just don't feel like oh, yeah. it, we're just going to sit there and I not do anything. I was very guilty of that, just sitting there. <laughs> well, it happens, like, it's kind of a you know, a situation like a black hole almost like, you know, you get in your head and then you start to lose the quote unquote drive. I'm like that too. After four hours, if I don't do very well after four hours, I'm like, I'm over it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but as a bartender or a waitress, like you, you know, you're a normal, like you have to work no matter what. Right. Yeah. So like you're doing that and you're being entrusted with all this stuff. What kind of stuff do you see when you're across the bar? How different is that? Everything. It's, Honestly, so crazy the amount of things I see. 
which I'm just like a big intuition person anyway. That's another story. But I just I can look out there and know exactly what's going on, you know, here and there. And it's like oh, you wow. really do see everything. But there are the nights where it's so busy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you one thing that happened yeah. on the other side of the bar because yeah, I'm just too so people deep. Yeah. It's I'm, like a huge bar over there, too. It's yeah. like, I don't know how many like a hundred feet or something. It's yeah, huge. It is and big. and when it's two feet people deep, like, yeah, you don't see anything past Mm-mm. those people and you're so busy making drinks. No. Yeah. There's been nights where I can tell you everything that happened. And then there's sometimes where I'm like, I have no idea. I didn't even see you all night. What are some of the craziest conversations that you have, like that you hear? Cause I know, cause I bartended for a while. Mm-hmm. Like you hear conversations that like, I don't, I guess they just don't realize that you're, you can hear them. Yeah, and I think it's also a thing, like, being a bartender, like, that's, like, they're known for, you know, being able to talk to and spill mm-hmm. all your secrets and stuff. Like, you go see the bar, yeah. you go sit at a bar and talk about your problems. So, it's, like, I feel like they can hear me or know that I hear them. And I'm just, like, um, What is the craziest thing you've heard <laughs> as a gosh, bartender? I don't know. I hear so much crazy stuff that it will literally make my head turn, like, what are you talking about right now? And I know we're in a strip club and I know that all that stuff is normalized in here, but it still shocks me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It still shocks me. I don't know. It's There's okay. so many crazy things. I can't even think of one. It's mm. it's always something new. Yeah. When yeah. you think of one, you tell me. Okay, I will. Like strippers. Like what <clears throat> what do you think are um some of the things that strippers will say that you know is like fucking outlandish? Because you know we'll <sighs> say anything for money. I know literally yeah it's kind of funny whenever it's like the girls who I know better and I know they're not like that and then I hear them say something and I'm like where did that come from (laughs) that's the kind of yeah that's and I always hope that my bartender like secretly in my head I'm talking to these guys at the bar and you're walking by making drinks and I'm like I hope she knows (laughs) that I don't mean half of this but I do think about you guys I don't forget that you're there because I've been there and so I'm like saying some crazy shit to this guy you know and I'm like wondering how much of it I worry about some of the other bartenders like the newer ones oh yeah because they're gonna be like oh who is that girl that keeps (laughs) talking about all that crazy stuff that girl is a slut I'm like I just no I just get paid to sound like one yeah for real (laughs) that part yeah uh I think a lot of girls don't be cautious they're not cautious of the bartenders all the time no think they are because sometimes I'm like what the heck are you saying right now (laughs) yeah so okay and then so while you were so now you're MC which job do you like the most oh gosh so I've done like every club every job at the club right so I don't know I honestly think I'm liking the DJ more than I thought I would Mm -hmm. and I think it's gonna go somewhere especially with the other DJ leaving Mm -hmm. I think they're going to try and fill me in some places and see how I work. And I keep asking. I'm like, I so know. does that mean that Paige is going to be our daytime DJ? You know, and they try to be kind of subtle about it. But they're like, I mean, you know, like for now, like for, this is the I guess this is what's happening. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, good, um, because I think you sound really good. And I think there's nothing hotter than a female DJ uh, introducing a dancer. Yeah. And men are going to listen to a woman. Whenever I'm saying spend money more than, like, a man being on the, you know, like, oh, shut up, whatever. Well, like, I, I think I said this in the last interview, or I've, I've, I've at least used this um, 
kind of like situation or idea, but basically it's like, you know, when a guy is introducing me on stage and I love my male DJs and I appreciate them and they sound awesome. They're funny. They're great. But like when they introduce me, it's sort of like the guy going like, Hey, here's this little girl for you, you know? Yeah. But then when a girl is doing it, it's like, Hey, you want to talk to my friend? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's just less, hot. It's hot. I don't even know the word for that, but yeah, how they're presenting yeah. you. Like, yeah. look, I got another one right here. Look at this yeah. one. This one has I red mean, hair. I think it's like, it's kind of less creepy. Like, yeah. People don't really think about it. And like, just like male nurses becoming kind of a thing finally, like a long time ago. Um, it used to be mostly just female nurses and people were like weirded out by male nurses. Now it's like totally normal. And I think like when it comes to female MCs or DJs, I think it'll become like more normalized. And I think like we have a, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I think I was kind of like feeling a little uh, from like the other DJs. because oh, no, no one was like training you. I didn't get trained. I didn't get a run through of like, hey, this is this, this, this. Mm -hmm. Like I literally... One DJ was like, here's this button, here's this button. Think about it. They didn't take you that seriously because I didn't think exactly. that Nick was going to give you the job. Exactly. So you had to go and learn everything on your own, mm -hmm. which I think takes like, there's something special about that. Yeah. When like you really took the initiative for yourself, that's what also makes me really want you to be um, yeah. our DJ. So. Yeah. I covered one shift of a DJ. It's like the part, the last part of it. And I was like, I like this. And everybody was like, oh, what? Paige is DJing? Like, yeah. yes. And so I was like, you know what? I want to DJ. I had a petition. Yeah, <laughs> I had I everybody sign a petition. Months later, manager just finally puts me on the schedule yeah. without even asking Nick. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, here comes Wednesday. Nick's the manager and I'm the DJ. And he's just going to find out right now. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah. And he said I did a good job. And he was, you know... He was okay with it, which I got to figure out what to start wearing because that's his only problem now. But What's he want you to wear? Just all black? He doesn't. No. Okay, so I was wearing all black, and I had on, like, a button-up jersey shirt, like how they usually wear, but the night trips one, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just had on, like, a black little crop top and shorts under, and I guess he's like, if you're going to DJ, you need to look the part. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to wear? My corset? Like, my uniform? Mm -hmm. And he's like. No, you don't need to wear your corset when you're DJing. But so he gave me like this gray night trip shirt that has really small in the pocket. It says, I heart trips. And I'm like, yeah, because this <laughs> makes me look like I work here more. I'm in a T-shirt and shorts now. Like, so I just got to find something. I think I don't remember the guys ever having uh, like I had never heard anything about them needing to wear whatever. I mean, you saw what Phoenix would wear. Like, right. he'd, he'd run around in his Jankos. Right. And so <laughs> they have that, like, button-up that they're supposed to wear, like, the door guy and all the men staff are supposed to wear it. And I was like, mm. well, just give me one of those. I'll throw it on, like, a jacket. Yeah. He's like, well, we only have 6X. And I'm like, oh, well, never mind. Well, they need to come up with something for you. Then. Something cute. If he's going to yeah. be picky. <clears throat> My mom does, like, that shirts and everything. So I think I'm just going to get some tank tops and oh, put yeah. the... You had Night your mom come, and she, she had lunch there. Yeah, that was DJing. my mom's first time in the club ever, ever in her whole life. I love when I bring, I love when we bring our moms in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did not know what to think. She just kept thinking, like, oh, these are everyone's daughters. And I'm like, yeah, they're just normal people. Like, it's not like how it used to be, you know? Like, yeah. Well, she kind of stuck on that. It's so normalized now. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, and also, she found out 
for the first time after two years, you know, that I was a dancer while she was in there. I told her while she was in there because she was like, I feel like you've been here longer and this and that. And I'm like, well, she's like, how do you know all this? I'm like, I just used to dance here. I just had to come out and say, like, I used to dance. She's like, it's hard keeping stuff from our parents. And we want them to, like, understand and, you know, like, be accepting, Mm -hmm. but you know, and, like, not judge us. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, gosh, what is she going to say? Yeah. But... She seems really nice, though. I think I stopped and said hi to her. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You, did. you were the only one that talked to her. Yeah. I think you scared her because she, you were like, come up and tip. She's like, no. Like, she's so scared to go up on the stage. She was My nervous. mom was wild. She, like, I think it was her first time. Well, she has pictures with Chippendales oh, dancers, okay. like, back in the day. Yeah. But this, was, I think, was her first time to a strip club, as far as I understand. And she was, like, tossing fives at all the girls. Yeah. And See, this was 10 years ago. Yeah. I think if my mom would have went in like with me or she was drinking or yeah. you know was there to have fun or like try it. I feel like that would be different. No, she just she wanted to come really check sweet. it out. But. She was really sweet. My mom was like I had to control her. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I had to send her home in an Uber. <laughs> so I actually liked your mom more probably. Yeah. She, my, my mom accidentally gave a fifty dollar tip to Oh wow. And brought it back. I know. She was oh like, I, I don't think he meant to give me this. Wow. Yeah. And then I had to feed her salad and send her home. <laughs> <laughs> well. But anyway. Yeah, my mom just came for the chicken nachos. She wasn't interested in anything else I going know. around at all. That is so sweet. Well, I'm glad that she, you know, got to see where you work. And how are you guys' yeah. relationships since then? She's, like, pretty cool with everything. Um. Yeah. She, you know, she's known that I've worked at a strip club. Mm-hmm. So she's just always been, like worried about creepy men and stuff and I'm like just thinking you have no idea because I already know all of this like I've been dancing but at that time she didn't know she was just like oh my gosh creepy men and yeah so they're not that bad most of them are pretty normal yeah (laughs) so have you um so can we talk about like financial wise the differences in the three jobs yeah because I think that's kind of fun and interesting so um so what was it about dancing that you didn't really care for that, like, really had you feeling kind of um, jaded quickly? So I actually love dancing. Still do. Like, still would love to go. I love pole dancing. I love the art of it. I love seeing a girl mm-hmm. do something crazy, and I'm like, I know how hard that is. I love it, and I don't ever think I wanted to quit. I think I just wanted a break, and it was um. almost like letting me have a break while still being in the club and still being able mm. to be around all those people and make money and all the opportunities. So, yeah. yeah, I don't think I really ever, like, didn't. I don't have any ill will toward it. Like, I would still go do it. Like, even a few months ago, I went to Oklahoma City, and I danced there. Did you? So, yeah, oh, and okay. I would go to Dallas yeah. and dance. So you and, can't really dance, though, like, since you're working as right. as an MC and bartender at Nitro, right. you can't really dance there. Can you dance anywhere else on your off days, or do they not? Yeah, I can dance anywhere else. That's just my choice. I don't want to dance anywhere else in Tulsa. Oh, yeah. If I was going to dance somewhere, I'd want to dance at night trips, which yeah. occasionally Dave will put me on stage, and it blows everyone's mind because they just think I'm a bartender. They don't know yeah. that I used to dance. So I think that's a big – I think that's actually really great. Like, yeah, it's hot. like a – energy booster like everyone's like what like the bartenders up there no it's definitely more special um when you guys do anything Mm -hmm. as the bartenders or waitresses like you're really pretty girls and you have these corsets on and you don't show anything the strippers are walking around with our tits out so (laughs) I feel like the guys look at you guys and they go like that's actually kind of more special because you're more Mm -hmm. covered and they know they can't so like 
Okay. Have you ever flashed for money for like a tip? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. It's because guys are curious people yeah. and when we're covered, they're like, I need to they see that. More. Yeah. How much was the tip? Can I ask? Um, I think I just did it for like $300, but $300. I know that, um, Alex, she will get like $600 or something like that, but she will rarely ever do it. You know, she so also it's like, wears like big baggy t-shirts. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Right. We oh, have they wear, don't make it. We have to yeah, wear freaking true. corsets. I thought she was really cute, actually, with them and like the cute little shorts or something. Yeah. I liked when you guys got to wear your own thing, actually. I yeah, I did, cute. too. But um, the corsets are, you know, they're they're really cute. They're at least better than the old ones, I've heard. Yeah, I, ha- I saw the old ones and they didn't look very comfortable. People don't think about the waitresses. I mean, because most strip clubs in the country wear like the waitresses have to wear corsets in most of the clubs. Mm-hmm. And the, I get a lot of people don't really think about how uncomfortable they are. Um, and I guess you guys had like a, like a hatchback design. Yeah. Like the razorbacks. Yeah. yeah. And it was really uncomfortable. I heard rain say that she had issues with it. Like, Permanent nerve damage. Yes. From that corset, from wearing yeah. it for so many years. And a lot of you girls had a hard time. Yeah. I mean, I, it hurts me. Like when I take it off, it's like my whole posture changes oh. it, And I have, pretty big boobs so it's yeah, like smashing them like I mean it makes them look good but it's like ugh, I can't oh breathe okay so yeah so the corsets are hot um $300 that's pretty amazing how often does that happen not very often it's still amazing though like yeah, it's, I could not imagine I'm a stripper and I could not imagine making $300 just to flash my boobs. Yeah. I have to do way more for mm-hmm. $300. Right. I have to take them to VIP and make them like believe that I'm getting off. Yeah. <laughs> and see, that's another thing. I, I don't really like to do it because I'm like, nah. but you know, Hey, make your money. No, I think but, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't try to do it a lot. Like I'm not like, Hey, who wants to see my titties for $300? Right. But like if a guy's offering, and a I would be like, mentioning yeah. that shit to yeah. everybody. I'd be like, just so you know, if you ever want to see these puppies, organic homegrown <laughs> $300, baby, yeah. I'd be all over that. Um, so what's the money wise? What do you think? Um, which job makes the most dancing, bartending or I MC? Mean, okay. So I definitely had my nights, dancing where I would make you know you have Mm -hmm. the good nights where you make a crazy amount um for me bartending was just more consistent that's true it was you know if people aren't in there spending money on the girls as much as I hate to say that they don't they come in there and they don't but they're always still drinking they're always still buying a drink you know what I mean that's good so it was more consistent um when I first started bartending I was making really good money like the way they got me on was like 300 is our like bad bad night Wow. So I'm like, okay, you know, so, so I'm making at least four or five. And so I go into it. I'm making like six, seven, eight hundred dollars a shift. And I'm attending. like, where have I been? Like, why have I been dancing? I could have been doing this and still been in the club. But now it's slowly going downhill. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like those off seasons. Yeah. It's really weird. It's like sports. There's off seasons and yeah. stripping. Yeah. It's summertime. The girls yeah. need to like, I'm like telling all the girls like, Bunker down, bitch. <laughs> yeah, for real. Bunker down, bitch. Yes. But, um, yeah, and it is seasonal for all of us. But I think that's really amazing that bartending, a female bartending can make as much as a dancer. Mm-hmm. And more consistently, because, li- listen, last Wednesday I walked out with 40 bucks. Yeah. So 
Um, you know, and I do have really great days, but I have really bad days too. And it is true that no matter what, they're spending money on drinks. Because right. I can tell you as a dancer going in there, there could be nights where they'll be like, I don't want to get a dance, but I'll get you drunk. Exactly. And I'm like, do you know how much some fucking drinks are? Like, yeah. I and you're not getting anything out no. of it, but we're going to get a tip because he's mm-hmm. racked up a $200 tip. And, and too, like, when you're good friends with the dancers and, and they love and respect you, mm-hmm. they will always make sure that you get tipped. Um, I'll say shit to guys if they don't tip you. And that does happen where you get you have guys that go, in, I don't know why they don't tip. They're just like, okay, thank you. And they keep their $2. <laughs> yes. Know? I'm like, uh. I'm like, she's really good. You need to tip her. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to talk to you until you tip her. <laughs> yeah. And see, I think feel like a lot of the other bartenders don't appreciate that. But me, I'm like, if they're over here talking to me and like, when is when, I'm like, hey, like, go spend money on a girl. Or I will go mm. find a girl and be like, hey, that guy has money in his pocket. And he's been trying to talk to me. I don't want to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Get over there and get You're like, that's not my job. Yeah. My job is to make his drinks. And honestly, that is, as a bartender, I love that way more. Being busy and um, mixing drinks, way more fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, no offense. I do do run into customers that I really enjoy having conversations with. But for the most part, it's it's a lot of, like, mental fatigue and work to talk. I would would dance my ass off for an hour. Yeah. Then then talk. It's almost like an acting job. It is. <laughs> you have to read the person yeah. and be like, okay, who do I need to be for so, you? I feel like at the end of the day, as a bartender, you're probably better off. Like, you've made the same amount of money, and you get to make drinks, and you don't really have to conversate, like, too, too much, where it feels forced. Right. So you're probably I can kind of get men- away. <laughs> I think you're probably less mentally tired than us. Yes. And I will say that I've noticed a difference in myself since I started bartending, as far as, like, even my hustle. Like, I feel like now if I went back dancing, my mindset and my hustle would be totally different. Like, I've seen it from the other side. Oh, so you've I've, seen, yeah. because you've seen, like, kind of what works? Yeah, that and I don't know if it, like, helped me. I had to talk to everybody that came up to the bar. Mm. I have to talk to them. Whereas dancing, I'm just like, oh, I don't have to go talk to that guy. I don't have to get up and go over there. It's I'll wait for someone to come to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas bartending, they're all coming to me. So I'm like, okay, it's really not that bad talking to everybody, yeah, even if true. it's just for a second. And so um, I always try and be the first person that makes them have an experience. Like, even if it's like I'm the first person who said hello or anything to them, I try and do that just because, yeah, I'm just, I just feel like I would just, my hustle's better. I don't yeah. know how to even so explain it. you have a lot it. more confidence. <clears throat> I guess I would say confidence. when it comes to like the social aspect, which I can tell you, like I did take, you know, the two years off from dancing or whatever. And I came back and I realized how hard it was to walk up to people. Mm-hmm. And I had been bartending up until that point. So for some reason for me, like there was a really big, it took me like three months probably to getting back into just getting used to walking up to people and saying hi. Yep. Cause it is kind of, it's really intimidating. It is. So, and then, so as an MC, <clears throat> do you see like the potential of you being able to like make a career out of that like so far? I mean, I know that they're only giving you like the worst shifts right now. I know. And actually, so they didn't even say that they were going to like pretty much just like, oh, I go to this person's spot and this person's going to transfer this spot. They're mm-hmm. going to do it based on who they think needs to be on what shift. Yeah. So I'm hoping that my personality and my 
um, relationship with all the girls and stuff will come through then and I'll get some you know better shifts but I honestly don't mind being on the day shifts and like finding my groove more you know yeah but it's also like I could be working all these day shifts so I'm creating this vibe for day shift and then I put on a night shift and it's like oh crap like, I have this flow, and it doesn't fit night shit. Oh, you know really? what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I can kind of go back, but it's like, like I have to. to get, like, more John. Like, yeah. more pumped up. Yeah. John, yeah. I swear to God. And I don't, John's not drinking or any. I mean, you guys can't drink in there. Mm-mm. But, like, I walk in there, and that dude. Six Red Bulls deep. That's what that is. <laughs> just like, are you ready to party? Like, this yeah. adorable, tall Asian guy who's just, I mean, it looks like. A party in there like he's so yeah. excited and he's having like yeah so I can kind of see the difference in the energy level because day shift is like way more chill and stuff. yeah and it's like I'm not that person I'm not really the ch- I mean I can be chill and be sexy on the mic during the day but I'm like hey what's up and I can't really do that during the daytime because all these guys yeah. are like old and like staring at me like what are you doing yeah but, yeah so you have to like switch it up really fast yeah. depending on the crowd I mean it's the same thing like it's like an acting job you have to fill it out and yeah. just yeah. see how you have to be I wonder if like being pumped up though makes them pumped up or if they're just irritated by it it's really hard to tell um so such a different I world I don't even call myself a DJ I, they call them DJs they're not DJs they're just clicking songs off Spotify yeah. that's why I call it's them an, an MC yeah Thank you for that because I nobody else agrees. I'm like it is an MC like creating the vibe. You create the vibe. So if like we are using Spotify, even if I don't feel like I can get through to the customers' vibe or I don't know them, if I get the girls in a good vibe, oh yeah, then the girls are with the guy and they're in a good mood. They're gonna be in a good mood because they have a girl that's in a good mood right beside them. Yeah, yeah, and then and that's true. And honestly, like the good mood that we get, I think, is from like the way you introduce us. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, like Dave, he's he's always cracking some. Can you remember one this of his part. jokes? Oh my gosh! Um, I can say the one I hate the most. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> let me see if I can say it even right. Um, it's something about being the last flight out of Ukraine, and I, I'm just like, oh my gosh! It's something about. Going so fast, you think she was the last... I don't know. It's something about the last flight out of Ukraine. That's the last part of it. And I just know that one because I hate that one. I literally hate <laughs> He says something like, she goes down faster than Biden's numbers. Yes! Says, I the think silly he's told, he said something about me. He goes, uh, something like, she's seen more old men than the NRA. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, it breaks my face out into a smile. Yeah. And I laugh like yeah. as soon as I touch the pole, mm-hmm. and like there's something about that. Yeah. But your music choice is my by far my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think that you're more connected with um, club music than the guys are. Yes. And I hope they don't. I hope I hope they don't take that hard. I love them. Yeah, I love them too. And it's it you do a lot of like kind of like really sexy R and B stuff that I've never heard mm-hmm. that I just kind of like. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know. So my method is I like to target people's memories with my songs. So I'll play something like I literally just played like 1985 Bowling for Soup that you haven't heard since you were like yeah. really young. You're like, oh, my gosh, like I can I can dig this. You know, yeah. it's, it's not really I try and find strip club music and it's like it's 2023. We need to be playing some if it's not sexy and you can't shake your ass to it. Why yeah. are we playing it? 
But yeah. there are the club rules where we're supposed to play rock and country as like break songs. So mm-hmm. we're supposed to mix those in. But it's like, what if I have all these girls playing country songs already, you know? Yeah. So I need to mix in my style. And yeah. that's just the way I'm going to do it. I, don't, I mean, the numbers will show. Yeah. I mean, and it's nothing, it's nothing personal or anything like, um, our, the two DJs that we have now, um, and John, he's leaving. So I'm really sad about that, but, um, we have turbo and we have David and they're both really talented in their own ways. David's been around for a long time. I'm going to interview him. Oh my gosh. Yes. Can you imagine the stories? Oh my gosh. This guy's been doing it for like 20 years, I think. Or more. Yeah. But, you know, so he's really amazing. Um, Turbo has great selection. But for some reason, I think because you and me are maybe females and of the same age, whenever I go on stage, you'll pick songs for me. You won't even, like, really use my – or you'll use my list, but you know the songs that I like. And so for some reason, I feel, like, really connected with you Mm -hmm. on, like, music choice. The guys, they'll try to pick some songs for me. Sometimes it goes well. A lot of times I'm like, no, I'm just really picky. It's not your fault. But, like, for some reason, you always pick really good stuff for me. Yeah. And that, it's kind of weird. I'll almost look at a girl and be like, no. Or I just know a lot of the girls. I know their vibe. I know what they'll like. You know, yeah. I know what they'll look at. Like, I like this song. I know she's going to like that song. Yeah. And, I mean, there's, like, even times, like, Sin. We do not have the same music taste at all, I don't mm-hmm. think. But she loves my throwbacks. And I'll play a song for her. She's like, add that to my list because what was that? Like, yeah. That, yeah. I've never heard that song. I love it. And I'll come in the next time she's dancing to it. And she's like, that's all because of you. And I'm like, yeah. it's just, I love music. You do. You have really good <laughs> MC qualities for some, and, and self-trained. So mm-hmm. I'm, I really hope that they stick with just continuing to give you, like, the opportunities that you deserve. Because, like, you, you literally had to fight your way into that box. I, I really did. And, I mean, I still even feel like I'm not fully in the box because they're kind of scared. I mean, a woman going into a man's job, they're going to be, like, really. But you know what on, I mean? guys. If a, at, if a dude can be me. a nurse, a chick yeah. can be an MC. <laughs> yeah, at least it's me, you know. I've been around the club. I've been there for a long time. I've had relationships with yeah. all these people. So it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like Dave, he, he just, always pumps me up. Like, oh, yeah, DJ Page. Like, yeah. He's always pumping me up. And he's he, so supportive. Yeah, he is. And he's, I mean, he knows that I was not trained at all. So he's, he'll give me advice and, like, anything. he's, like, text me anytime if I have any questions or anything. Like, yeah. I can ask him. I know I can he's, ask him. He's definitely a really, really cool, supportive, positive guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he cracks me up. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I do want to talk about the Halloween costume party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things. I think it was last Halloween. Yep. You won. I did. How did you, oh my God, you are so funny. You know, a lot of girls go for sexy. A lot of girls are like trying to go wham, bam, sexy. Mm -hmm. You came out there with full on humor. You were post-op Barbie. I was, yeah, I was botched, right? So I had the fake butt, BBL, the big old titties wrapped up in bandages. And I had like all my facial surgery. Yeah, yeah, you had like a nose thing. Yeah, I had like a nose thing and my head wrapped up and I had my makeup. And it was like a bad BBL. BBL gone wrong is what that was. (laughs) And it was kind of a joke. It was so amazing. I didn't know how it was going to go. I'm like, someone's going to be offended by this or something. I don't know. Because, you know, we're in the strip club a lot. 
No, because even the girls in there who do have kind of botched jobs, guaranteed they're looking at another g- girl thinking of them like that. Yeah. Like, there's always someone. You, You're right. And you had like, I mean, yours was just like ultimately so ridiculous. Yeah. Like it looked like you had mattress in your butt. Yeah. It was so it was big. Huge. <laughs> it was, it was huge. I actually found these things at the dollar store that was like, they go in like those round planters and it's just like coconut yeah or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah that were like just <laughs> the cocoa fibers yes it was cocoa fibers no way yeah that's what that was you stuffed it with cocoa fiber it was just like these round things and i just put them over my butt cheeks yeah. like oh, cups oh i see so it like just extended my butt out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was debating on what to do for the longest time and i was like you know what so I'm you made that costume yourself oh yeah you didn't buy it no i didn't know that yeah i made that i even had like i went to walmart and got like the shapewear to be like the fake whatever they call it. Oh yeah, because yeah. you had your like your the waist faha. like really yeah. cinched in the faha. Oh my god. Yep. And then so did you plan on doing the the costume contest at all, or did someone say you really need to go up there? Oh no, I purposely was in it to win it. Oh yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. I I knew I was gonna. I was like employees, none of them are gonna go all out. They're not gonna do nothing crazy. I got this in the back. I knew it. I knew I was gonna win. Yeah. Except for rain, rain did um, mm-hmm. the fifth element, mm-hmm. which yeah, it, it was down to me and rain at the end. So as uh, what was her name? Um, oh, I almost had it. it. Starts with an L or something, you know that Mia. Yeah, but I don't know the name. I know I totally forgot it, and it's like my favorite movie. That's that's my problem. I have the worst memory. So it's uh, you know, Fifth Element, the girl with orange hair, played by Mia Jovovich, or I'm probably saying her name wrong too. Are you going to look it up for me? Yeah, I'm okay. going to look it up. But yeah, she she did the white strappy bit and she yes. dyed her hair orange. She really did look like it except for like a bigger booby diversion cuz she has like really big boobs too. <laughs> I'm surrounded by big booby girls. And I don't mind. Lilu. <laughs> Lilu. Lilu. Yeah, so yeah. The, the other bartender Rain, she's super cool and she dressed as Lilu. Um so I thought you guys had definitely like the best costumes. Yeah. We didn't really have anyone else. I mean, we had people come in, but there was like, what, like 10? Or they did only staff, didn't they? So they did three different contests. So they did like the only staff, and then they did a customer one, and then they did the girls. Which I don't remember who won the girl one. But I do know that (laughs) the astronaut, he was an astronaut, and he won. And then also, um, oh, yeah, I know him. There was a couple that was Poison Ivy and the Joker, and they won. Yeah, I think yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I was supposed to go as Poison Ivy, but I got really. Um, you know, it's just different when you have. Do you have any kids? I don't. I never asked you. Uh, it's just different when you have a kid. It was super hard to focus on Halloween for me when mm-hmm. I was focused on it for her. So I just kind of ended up going whatever. Yeah. And doing my own thing. But um, but it was so much fun to watch, and I thought it was so great. I love events like that, and I'm hoping now that I'm MC, I can kind of host like oh Miss Night God. Trips and the Pole Olympics and all of that stuff. Like you know how John yes. used to, he would MC the yes. events. I would be that would be so they, sick if I could do that. They always had to dress um, like in tuxes and stuff. What do you think you would wear? Do you wear like know. a bunny outfit? Because it's kind of tuxy. Oh yeah, I could. I could do like the bow tie. They'd probably make me wear the button ups and bow ties like they were wearing, yeah. making us wear for a Just while. Just let it be hot. Let it be sexy. Yeah, that would be super hot to have you up there introducing girls with your microphone and like a really gorgeous like tux getup. Yeah, I think I could do that. Well, because remember the bartenders for a while had to wear um, white button ups 
in pink or purple or black bow ties. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That's why I started pink wearing wigs. Ties. Yeah. Oh, really? That's why I started wearing wigs because I would always have cute outfits. And I was like, now I have to wear the same thing. Oh, yeah. How do I dress this up? I can't. So I would just honestly change my hair. <laughs> oh, that's smart, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, yeah, I'll probably wear, like, a little button-up. With some cleavage and a bow tie or something. That would be really hot. I really miss that we used to do events. We used to do a lot of really cool events. Um, we would do topless karaoke. Yeah, we did. I did not know about that. One time a guy won, and he was he came in in, like, a kilt what? and did, like, a metal song. What? I heard he was hot. I wasn't there. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, so girls would go up there. Some girls would sing their own songs. We had a girl that made her own music for a while, and she went up there and sang her own song. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm trying. I've been trying, you know. I give all the ideas that I can, and it's like somebody do something, and they won't. So it's like I have to do it on my own, you know. Anything we want done, the managers are great. We spend our own money, you know, on things that we need because it's almost like, uh, why don't we have this thing? We need it. Well, we're not going to get it. Okay, well, then I'll just get it so we can have it. Because I'm all about making... Did you feel like you... Yeah, because you want to, like, please the customers and stuff. That, and it's like, if if we're spending the money and it's, like, getting people in here, we're all making money. I'm all about yeah. just getting people there. I mean, I've wanted to do car washes. I've wanted to do yeah. theme nights for a long time. Like I know. We don't really advertise either. Um, no. Night Trips has... Man, and you know, like, you would probably love being daytime MC. Uh, like six, seven years ago, day shift was oh yeah popping, popping. I even remember when I started, it was like twelve thirty. The bar was full, mm-hmm. like everyone's eating lunch. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why a lot of things changed that economy, um, pandemic. I think it's from so you know we got sued by a couple of girls. They said, well, we shouldn't have schedules anymore. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So they said we shouldn't have schedules anymore. So now we're open schedule. Um, Because they took them to court. And I think that had something to do with a lot of the girls. You know, because back in the day, like, you had to have one day shift. It was mandatory to work one day shift. And now, like, the girls just can show up whenever they want. So it's a bit slower during the day now. Yeah, and I'm hoping I can change that. I'm hoping that since I'll be there, more girls will want to be there. They know the music's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that I can just get people in there. And working day shift, I can kind of focus more on the social media too, you know, in my downtime and get oh, that yeah. going. So, Cause I run the social media for the club. How did that start out? Is it just, an, again, one of those things where like Paige is like, I'm just going to do it because yeah. no one else is going to yep. do it. So I took the old Facebook. I saw it. It was some random guy, you know, like some random guy just had a selfie and it said, tell us night trips. And I'm like, <laughs> we don't have an actual page. I'm like, we why used- do we not have a page? We used to. We used to. And it's turned into that. Like, oh. it's, like, lost in the abyss. And then it's, like, some weird stuff now. And so I'm taking it to the GM. And I'm like, hey, like, this is what our face is. He's like, what? And I'm like, can I do it? He's like, you know how to do that? Never gave me a yes. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. Taking it in matters into my own hands. Made the Instagram. Made the Facebook. It was doing so well. Like, I mean, it's even doing well now that I don't even post on it as much, but it built up really fast. Really? Yeah. Dude, and and I get with Turbo because he's constantly taking pictures of us girls. Yes, I finally got with him, and he's got an album for me (gasps) to send. So I'm like, I was begging. I'm like, please, like, I need some pictures. Because the girls were really good about sending them at first, Mm -hmm. but now it's just like, 
Yeah. You know, it's not even like they don't mean to not send them. They're just, it just, we'll have to slips put the, we'll have to put a link for the podcast up there. Yeah. So that would be really great. Um, I definitely think that, you know, I'm not really trying to use this as a way to advertise for night trips. I just like to be honest where our location is mm-hmm. to get, to give people like a good idea and like be able to form an idea in their head of, you know, where the setting is and stuff. Right. But yeah, I can definitely put that on the social media. I think people will like that because like, I'm always trying to put like different things, but mostly it's just like, Oh, we're open today. It's happy hour. Know. You know, like I would love more involvement. And yeah. I just, I, that's just me. I love doing things. Getting like more, more personal. Exactly. And I think that's why I wanted to, to do the podcast too. Is like, I just wanted to get more personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the most fun that we have at our work is in the back room. Oh gosh. Just hanging out and just talking yeah. and being naked. I love, <laughs> I love, I love the staff guys. They're all, they have to do the thing before they come down yeah. into the dressing room. They're like, is everyone good? <laughs> everyone dressed yeah. yeah i'm like is there any one of us that actually cares i'll tell you what because i'm like i'm not but you can come down anyway like yeah. i really don't care yeah i'm like are you asking for me or are you asking for yourself because <laughs> i don't care no. no but they have to it's like the rules you know like be polite i'll like, tell you the back room after 2 a.m on the weekends <laughs> i don't even want to go back there i mean you can no. hear there is just all the drunk condensed into one spot it's wild in there <laughs> it's wild and in a, there and there's a couple girls who are like either coked out or they've <laughs> Some... been they're coming in pill i definitely have been drunk there's been a time where like <laughs> looked at me and she's like girl you are drunk and i was like oh, i am <laughs> she's oh, like are yeah. you driving i was like i just looked at her and i said not anymore i guess <laughs> but you know like we're all crawling all over each other we're all yelling and screaming it's like it's really it's really loud and excitable back there. Yeah, and no one knows why. It's the end of the night, you guys are still ramped up from drinking. It's just so much fun back there. They don't want to leave. I swear, sometimes yeah. it'll be like three a.m. I'm like, are you guys want to go home now? Are you serious? Yeah. Some of the girls get on the pole. That's kind of cool. Yeah, after hours and practice a little bit. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I like that they do that. I think that would be like cool to do pictures too of that. Like these girls oh, yeah. still up here just having fun yeah. after hours. Yeah, I want to actually um, start going live on the on the Instagram and Facebook page, like at work. You know, while you're DJing. Yeah, I could either while I'm DJing or you know, I even did it a couple times while I was behind the bar. You know, just had it facing on me and watching me work and stuff. So that's amazing. So many people are really into that. You know, like streaming just everyday stuff but in different locales you know i've heard like door dashers putting cameras in their thing and they're just recording it while they door dash you know um people are into just watching stuff from their home oh yeah i'm guilty of being on tiktok watching people's lives of them just doing nothing pretty much you know but it's it's like you get stuck watching it do we have a tiktok as well um i i started one I haven't posted anything on it or anything because so I wasn't sure what the direction was. I wanted yeah. to go with that. That's also a lot. That's like a lot of pr- um, platforms to do. Did you ever see my interviews that I did? No. What? I had to show you these. So after the bar shut at 135, I would go around. I have a little mic. I would oh. be mic'd up and it hooks up to my phone and Jocelyn would be recording me. And I have those on my TikTok. But that's what I originally was trying to do with the uh, night trips TikTok. And I'll just have a question, 
and I'll go around asking everybody the same question. Yeah, have you ever yeah. seen those like street interviews yeah. that they'll just go up to the drunk people on the street? You have told me about this before. I would. I need to see them. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna show you after we're done because it's literally so funny. Just the drunkness. I'm like, <laughs> I, one of the videos I'm asking him like, "What's the freakiest thing you've ever done?" Oh no. And this one guy was just like, "Um, it involves roller skates. That's all I'm gonna say." <laughs> and I was like, well, okay then. Like, literally, it's just so hilarious. I asked him, like, how was your experience at the strip club? What was your favorite part? Who was your favorite girl? You know? People are so honest, too, when they're drunk. Oh, they're yeah. so honest. That's the best time. I'm like, when should I do this interview? After I'm done with my work, mm -hmm. I'll go around to all the drunkies and get it. And <laughs> Jocelyn just follows me with the camera, and we just record everything. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. I've even done, like... um the dancers i'll ask the dancers like what's your biggest ick in the strip club oh, what's biggest your biggest ick in the strip club biggest ick oh gosh i don't even know if it's appropriate to say i mean <laughs> hands down i want to do like you know jizz like that's his pants up yeah that's disgusting i well i, I have conflicted feelings about it mm -hmm. you know because one when a guy does that 20 seconds into a dance Part of me wants to give myself a pat on the shoulder yeah. and go like, ha ha, bitch, you so hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even have to take off. But at the same time, the rest of the dance is now an air dance. And we're obviously not doing anything more. Like, we're, I'm not making any more money. Um, I can't dance on you. Like, just to see another man's bodily fluids, like, on his. I mean, I don't <sighs> think that's. I don't think you can get used to it. Man, <laughs> I've seen a lot of things when you just said bodily fluids i've seen a lot of things in the club that are horrible i hate it oh and you work behind the bars so you have to deal with vomit yeah like way more than we should yeah it's actually crazy because i've never actually had to clean up vomit but it's like you would think people throw up would throw up more but they don't or they make it to the trash can or something mm. um a few weeks ago <laughs> you know, don't oh, yeah. you? Yeah. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that. Yeah, I've that never heard of <laughs> projectile vomit into the bar. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> but he's still be coming in. Yeah, and I, I noticed. He don't after, care. I noticed after that, by the way, like the girls were really um, kind of avoiding him. Really? Bit. And I mean, he'd have like four or five girls around him. He was really popular because he would give them a lot of money at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. Um, but apparently after this situation where he got really drunk and he threw up on the bar twice in two different locations, <laughs> the next couple of nights I saw him, the girls were like, oh, I'll go over to him later, I guess, in a little bit. But I think also, too, he was handing out less money. So I don't know if it was the vomit or the money. It's probably the money. Girls, yeah, he runs out of money sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the the girls are just like, fuck it. Well, and he also has like you know, a good group of girls that mm -hmm. he likes. You know, it's not yeah. just, like, one that he likes to spend money on. He has a group of girls that he likes, yeah. you know, so he has to distribute that Yeah, ways. Yeah, he has too many fans. Yeah, he does. The love he gets does. spread out. I mean... I love Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there has been times where I've walked into the club uh, in the morning and noticed, like, the smell, though, the smell. that it happened and I think one time it happened, like, in VIP. And you guys have to, like, clean the carpets afterward, and there's, like, all this yeah. work involved. Yeah. And that sucks. Who does all that? So they say whenever they throw up that we're supposed to put coffee grounds over it is what we usually do. It oh. kills the smell. It wow. soaks it up. 
and usually we'll just leave it like kitty litter on a yeah exactly <laughs> on a nice day. and we actually have a cleaning crew we do we yeah. don't do any of the cleaning that's why i'm very guilty about throwing things on the floor like receipts bottle caps everything because that's the only thing that we don't clean is the oh. floor so they'll come in every night or pick the, everything up or the mirrors vacuum. or the mirrors in the dressing room oh yeah who who's supposed to clean those the waitresses whoever has that section over by the dj they're supposed to clean those get it together ladies i know, <laughs> I know. that shit is so smeared the next day when i come in. i know <laughs> gross so Okay, yeah, and I have seen our cleaning lady, and I really appreciate her because she cleans the stripper's bathroom in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not just the bathrooms, but the stripper bathroom, which is a single, like, it's only one toilet, and mm-hmm. there's, there was, like, 50 of us Saturday night. I believe it. Saturday night, yeah, there was, like, 50 of us. Um, and a shower, and the shower can get pretty messy. So thank God for our nice little cleaning lady. Have you ever used that shower? Have you ever showered in it? Um, <laughs> speak, <laughs> speaking of bodily fluids, oh, one time. I only used that shower one time, and it was in the very beginning of my stripping career. I got a VIP with a guy who was wearing basketball shorts. Oh, I didn't know any shorts. better. I was like a year or two in. You, I don't think you ever met her, but her name was Erica. She was a really sweet little manager. She was like short and little with blonde hair. She was really sweet. And then there was a girl named who used to work at our club. And she was, you know, she was always kind of known for being, you know, liberal, right? Like, yeah. Apparently she had like fart videos. Like she would sell <laughs> fart videos for money way before OnlyFans. Anyway, so I did this VIP with this guy and sure enough, a minute in, he just this in his pants. But I didn't know because I was so new. I wasn't prepared to watch for like signals. <laughs> which we are now, we know the signals, you know, yeah. the toes clenching, the face, you know, like little random things are like, oh, you're about to nut in your pants, dude. I better let out. You know, yeah. I didn't know any of that. So yeah. I was just grinding on this poor dude. He, you know, he just in his pants and it got on me. And, I, and this was like eight, nine years ago. And I was so upset. I, I jumped up. He had $10 bills out of his billfold. And I just grabbed him and I shook him in his face. I said, this is for me. Oh, <laughs> and wow. I ran into there and I used that shower. The one time I used that shower, I was showering off and crying. Oh, man. Because <laughs> the first time it happens, you cry. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel so dirty. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I've used that shower like twice, but not to take a shower. Well, the yeah. one time was to take a shower. I found out I was allergic to like the dye like pink or red dye in medicine so like benadryl like oh, really I, my whole skin was like on fire and i'm like oh my gosh and danny's like take a benadryl i'm like i can't take a benadryl because it's pink so oh. i had to go down there and just like hot water my what skin what was it that that got your skin like that it was i took a excedrin oh and that's what later on i found out that i was allergic to the dye oh or whatever God. but that's what it was pretty intense. and then i also used the shower I turn on the shower to smoke down there. <laughs> I'll smoke down there and turn on the shower. So it's you, and a, you and a couple of the girls definitely yeah. be smoking in that bathroom. Over oh, there. yeah. Not supposed um, to do that. Do you do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was dancing. Yeah, I did. Dude, you know what? I've been there for a long time, and I'm still not quite brave enough to do that kind of stuff. Like, a couple of the other girls will do it, and I'll... And but the, and they never get in trouble, you know, or anything like that. But I'm just still like, oh, I always get nervous. Friday, Saturday nights at the club, mm. 11 o'clock at night, you walk into the the main <laughs> women's bathroom. Yep. The 
guest bathroom, as I would call it. Mm -hmm. You walk in there, and there's three or four stalls. It's pretty big. It's got a counter and two um, sinks. And that motherfucker is smoky. Yep. Just, I mean, you open it, and it's like opening the door to Willie Nelson's tour bus. I'm like, every time, I'm like, who's in here smoking? Without me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, they get scared at first because, like, they think, oh, gosh, it's Paige. Like, I'm staff. Like, I'm going to, especially the girls that don't know me, they're like, I'm in trouble. (laughs) I got to tell you something funny. One time I, you know, you see multiple feeds in in a stall. You're like, I know what the fuck you're doing in there, you know? Yeah. So I I knew who was in there. And so I go into the stall next to them and I stand on the toilet and I just slowly put my phone (gasps) over the edge. I wasn't actually recording, but I just slowly put, yeah, to fuck with them. And I wish I would have been recording not to get them in trouble, but because the reaction was so funny. (laughs) One girl saw me and she was kind of, you know, looking up at me being quiet. Well, then the other girl that was like had her back to me turned around and got so scared, screamed, started swinging. And it's like these two girls almost started fighting in the stall because they got because one just started swinging. And the other was like, whoa, what are you doing? And it was the funniest thing. I was like, dang it. I wish I was recording during that. I like to fuck with them. Oh, my. Yeah. No, uh, I think it was the other. It was Saturday or something. I was in the back. You know, when you go in the back when it's like so busy and you're the only one in the whole yeah. dressing room. Mm-hmm. And then you just, in the distance, you hear. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Just a couple times uh, in the bathroom stall. And I'm sitting there texting my husband. And I was like, oh, some bitch is doing coke in the bathroom. (laughs) Uh, So, okay. um, Other waitresses that have worked there at Night Trips in my past, uh, they always stick out to me because they're dealing coke. And they, they do eventually get in trouble for it, and they get fired. But, like, how, mu- how much drugs do you see in the club? And the, how do you feel about – I mean, sometimes the waitresses will kind of do that. And what, 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 yeah. is, what is it like so, to be in that? So I know there's a few waitresses who – not now. I don't say they sell it, but they're, like, now we have a the good drug dash. police. Oh, are they now? The drug police. Yes. Oh, like – so ones that I now. didn't even, yeah, you know, Before like. Before it used to be the waitresses were trying to get us all, like, high. In trouble. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Higher in trouble, yeah. Now they're, I feel like we have a good batch. We do have a good batch. Yeah. And I, I honestly think it's not like they're wanting to be tattletales, but they're kind of, like, looking out for the girls. And, like, yeah. even now I had an experience with a girl on drugs. Like, I hate it. I just hate it because it's, like, you don't know who you're getting it from. You're getting it from this stranger. You don't know what it is. Like, I've seen girls really fucked up in there. Like, I mean, not even just the drugs they're doing, but, you know, the roofy thing. Like, I've caught, being a bartender, I've caught a guy physically, like, I saw it, and I was kind of like, eh, was he? And then I was like, if I think it, I might want. So I go and tell the manager, and sure enough, we, he, was trying to give the same drink to another girl when we came back. That's what kind of made it like, okay. Oh, the first girl didn't special. want to. Yeah, it's oh. a special drink. Mm-hmm. So we grab, I, I just went and grabbed it from the guy, you know. Yeah. Didn't say nothing to him, just grabbed it, tested it. Sure enough, popped up. Wait, fast. you guys can test it? Oh, yeah, we have <gasps> test strips. You do? We do have That's test strips. That's fucking beautiful. We have so test strips. How, and you caught him, what, with the camera? No. Or just by taking so, the drink and testing it? 
Um, Because we have cameras. We do have cameras. It takes forever to get into them and, like, find the actual because so much happens, you know, there. So it's, like... It's really weird. I don't know what happened with our camera system, but back in the day, man, they would just pull shit up in, like, five seconds. Mm -hmm. They would... But nowadays, they are always saying... And I think it's because some of the older managers had, like... More access. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't figured out how to wrestle the access from past managers. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is because some of them, like, oh, I don't know the code or, like, they do, but it takes a minute to get into it. Because you need those. Like, those are the best oh, yeah. evidence that you have in the moment but anyway so how often do you think you see that the roofing incident um see girls that are possibly roofied a lot see the actual act of roofing not a lot right because it's of like are... you never know like how fast it can happen mm-hmm. um the one time that i did catch the guy he um had something in his hand and he almost like like he had the powder in his hand he dipped the lime or the lemon in it and then squeeze the lemon into the drink like put the whole lemon into the drink so it would dissolve in there Mm. and that's what i saw and i saw the girl go to the bathroom i'm like i know whose drink that's supposed to be for and actually it wasn't even alcohol it was water it was just a water in a glass with lemon that's what she drank you know and he did it to her and as she's not coming back yet Mm He tries to give it to another girl. So that's why I was like, oh, yeah. Wait, he's like, he's like, hey, I have this stripper's water. Do you yeah. want some? <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you want this drink? That's so. So, yeah. So to, the manager. To us, that's suspicious. Yeah. The manager went up to him like, hey, we think that we saw you put something in this girl's drink. We tested it. It's positive. And the guy, like, just left. Yeah. And honestly, like. Because you can get. Yeah. You know, and do a lot I of honestly trouble. was like, if we were for sure about it, like, we you know where i think we should have called the cops because who's who's to know he didn't go down the road to the next club and do I the mean, same thing yeah you know? if you guys tested it isn't it like illegal to even have it like the substance right yeah right. so they didn't they just let him leave they just made him leave and i'm oh. like did they get him in the band system at least yeah and then it's okay. like after the fact it's like oh. yeah well i mean if we have him in the band system yeah, but it's just like, you know, he's going to go down the road to the other place. You know, you just yeah. hope that the people at the other places are as aware as I yeah. am. And they know they're not. Because when you think of strip clubs and strippers, the one thing you think about is watching out for roofies. When you go to a normal bar, you never think about that. Yeah. Or, I mean, at least it seems like less stereotypical. Right. Or, as a bartender, I never thought about shit. As a bartender, I was more worried about me being the one fucking people up. Because...